thank you for joining us for this amazing chat that I'm going to be having with my mom, Alvi Basson. Um, and I'm really privileged to have her on this morning. We're going to be talking about a few topics over the next five days. Uh, we'll be cutting it in 10 to 12 minute segments. And you can join us every single morning um, with this chat that we're doing for the month of August um, in this week. And it's our flourish conference that's starting. But without further ado, good morning, mom. Good morning, Sean. Thank you for having me on the television. <laughs> yeah, it's all sorts of words and stuff come out, but it's a privilege to be with you today. Yeah, it's really, Thank you really for inviting exciting. me. Thanks for watching. Please share this with others around you as you um, get into this chat today. So I want to firstly start off. I have known you my whole life. I hope so. <laughs> um, but from the context is, is that we grew up in ministry, we grew yes. up knowing God, but there was a life before this. I mean, you of didn't, um, you uh, and dad um, got saved when we were very young and uh, God turned your world upside down. But I quickly wanted to touch on that so that you guys can know a little bit of Albie behind or before Christ, the BC days of oh, Albie. You know? <laughs> so yes. what, how did you get saved, mom? What, what was that journey? Uh, what happened? Okay, I grew up in a family, actually it comes out of ministry on my mother's side. Um, they were all pastors and in those years, um, lay pastors. They did not have exams and that thing, but they had the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a great time knowing them as a child. But um, I grew up in not liking religion very much. And, um, Rebel. Yeah, I was a rebel. I did all sorts of things. I cannot tell that over a camera, um, the things I've been up to. But um, yes, we lived in clubs. Yeah, you and, were party uh, animals. We were party animals, Dave and I. But <clears throat> my grandmother used to prophesy over me. And she was very ill at the time. Well, actually, before she died of the illness eventually. Yeah. But um, she always used to come to me and say to me, Albie, you're going to marry a pastor? And you're going to be in ministry. I said, what? You know, this is just, this, it cannot be because yeah. I don't like, I know there's a God, but I've never met him. And um, the True. God that they portrayed, yeah, portrayed, yeah. portrayed was not the God that I thought was the God. Yeah. So I never met sure. him. And... Um, yeah, we used to, my grandma used to take me, I won't even go into that thing, um, <laughs> to the, um, the church she used to go to. No, I won't, tell that, tell I won't story. mention. That's a good story. That's I don't want story. to mention uh, uh, names, um, church names, but then we, my dad used to drop us there on a Sunday morning and then we go in and she wanted this one guy to um, date me. She liked him very much. He was a yeah. singer. He had a voice like a canary. He was just <laughs> like singing. It yeah. <laughs> was just great, you know. And then um, he asked me out. And yeah. I thought, I'm going to nip this guy like a flea. Like this. <laughs> I don't like him very much. So we go out. We go out. And um, every night he's got something on a church. Those years I thought, this is crazy, man. You don't go to church every night. <laughs> every night there was church. And then he did, um, he sang in the, in the whatever, in the church, yeah, in the church. he had a beautiful voice. And then one night I thought, now I said to him, you know what, I don't really want to, to go out with you because I don't like this church business. He said, but you, your grandmother, I said, that's them. 
It's not me. I don't like church. So what happened, um, he was still trying to sing in the car, telling me about his ministry and things, and that he thinks I would fit in. I sat out my box of cigarettes. <laughs> and I lit it. On the way to church. On the way to church, and I light my cigarette. This guy nearly fainted because he didn't know this album. But this is what I was like, you know? Exactly. And um, Dave and I, I met Dave, and I thought the furthest away yeah. from, re from ministry yeah. is an Englishman yeah. in the um, very English church. Yeah. And the, we just for. Yeah, he was not Pentecostal at all. No. My dad grew up Methodist, very, yeah. very yeah. not Pentecostal. Not Pentecostal. They don't even tap their fingers. It's a very quiet church. And then I thought, well, that's far away. But in the meantime, my grandmother's died, but the words that were spoke of me never died. That's good. It cannot die. That's good. Um, it, it's like it sticks in here, in the back of your head, you think. Ministry. Oh, I don't even want to know how to spell that name. I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. So I married Dave Besson, and then um, our children came along. But even in our young days, Dave and I were party animals, man. Yeah. We served the life. Life, yeah. Yeah, we lived life. And then um, with our children as well. And um, then Sean was about three years old. Then suddenly one morning, we were lying in bed, full of wine. <laughs> you know, not just anything wrong. In Afrikaans speaking, roos afgeslaan. Or zeg roos afgeslaan. And then, um, Sean came running into the room, and he said, his face was shining, and he says, Jesus is in my room. I said, what? What is he doing in the house? What has happened? You know, and then, <laughs> he, Jesus was there, and he said, he came upon me, and he spoke to me, yeah. and he said, he was... He was shining like the light, but Sean's face was like a globe. It was shining. And um, Dave came out of bed, and we said, what, we're not going in that part of the house, because the Lord is there. We'll stay this side. And Claudia was always like, she was always Sean's too, too, too I see. Too I see. Yeah. She was there and talking, and the four of us, and we thought, well, this is it, you know. I said to Dave, you know what, we should actually... Sean never hears of God unless he goes to my parents. Yeah. But um, how does he know this name? You know, yeah. that's speaking to him. How does he know the person that was there? And then so God started with us sure. in that time. That's amazing. Um, and the next thing I knew, my cousin, Elsa, if she's listening, <laughs> she's the cause of everything. Yeah. But Elsa used to, um, every day, Claudia used to go to a certain uh, daycare, yeah. the two of you, sometimes when I was working. And then her daughter, Sonia, used to be there. And, and then I said to Elsa, I'll take Son Sonia as well every lunchtime, the three of you, in the car back to the house. Yeah. And this is how Elsa got back into our lives again. Sure. And they were in a Pentecostal church and she kept on. She said, you guys have got to come to church. I said, no, 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 no. We're too busy. We will make plans one day. Sure. Dave told him about Sean's experience, everything, but no ways. We did not want to go. That's amazing. And then um, one night, I mean, the dog really bit the postman that week. Uh, everything was, Dave had to make, build a wall, yep. so they stopped early. All the clothes in the car, the kids, the everything, the lunch, the everything. They said, we will help you finish everything today. Come on. Because you're going amazing. with us to, to the church. tent. Yeah. It was a tent 
um, Eidreikum. Yeah, yeah, a crusade. A crusade. Yeah. And then um, what happened is we were there, uh, we came to the tent. Dad still had some stuff in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> he always talks about it. Um, because we were not good people. No, 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 no never. Not um, yeah, we did a lot of stuff. But in any case, um, went to the church, we sat there. So dad had the two kids on his knees trying to hide behind it and this guy was just shooting. The spirit of God was just shooting. And I thought tonight, it's going to be the beginning or the end. <laughs> I said, Lord, you know what? If, if this is how serious you are about wow. us, wow. then it's time for us to do something about it. I said, but you've got to start with Dave because he's a Methodist. <laughs> he's never going to come on his own. And the next minute he just puts the kids down and says, look after the children. And off he went. In, wow. For, for that little Englishman to go forward. It was a miracle. His, yeah, his head down and sobbed before God. You know, we, we saw a real um, repentance. Yeah. The fruit was there. The fruit. When somebody went down on his knees and he cried and... And God just came in in a massive way. So everything of religion wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad for me, but it wasn't yeah, that bad. Yeah. And he gave his life to the Lord. And I sat and I said, all right, Lord, here I am. That's it. Yeah. You know? And this is how it went. Yeah. So. You know, listening to the story, mm. um, being too young to remember that part of the story. Yes, I remember what God, mm. how God touched my life as a little boy. And I will never forget that experience as, as a three-year-old kid. Mm. But listening to the power of where that is, you know, when people see the see Dave and Elby, mm. um, those who have known them for years, you see people who love God, who are on fire for God. Mm. But the context is they started somewhere where there was a, a yeah. call upon their life, where they learned that God had done. Mm. You brought in, and he has he has the power. And I want to share this as we as we end this segment of this um, of this conversation. Mm. Is that it was people who did not stop. Mm. to go after souls yep. that went after you guys. You know, today in the life we live in, this is the thing that I believe mm. has been lost by the church. It is something that it's needs so to true. be awakened again mm. as people. Your mm. cousin said, I will not stop until I get you to church. Mm. I, I want to see you saved. I want to see your yeah. life touched. And that's the beauty of what, what yes. that call was. Yes. And you got saved and God turned your world upside down. I, yeah. I think for those who are listening today, it's like, your idea of what religion is compared to the context of a God that's real, yeah. there's a difference. And we're going to get into that in our part tomorrow. And I, mm. I just wanted to lay a bit of a foundation today as we spoke about this, mm. is that there is more to God than meets the eye. There's mm. more to this call upon us. There's a spirituality that I want to chat to you about mm. what God is in your life, that word, the prophetic word over your life, mm. what God brought mm. into that and... Um, how that is applied to your life yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so join us tomorrow in part two of this discussion about yes. um, <laughs> about life and spirituality yeah. with my mom Elby. this discussion about spirituality, about God, uh, about being a, a wife, a mother, uh, 
um, minister of the word uh, with my mom, Albie. Mom, good morning. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, everybody listening to us. Um, it's a privilege to be here. Yeah, Thank you. man. Wow. We started with the first part of talking about yeah. your salvation, what God did, how powerful that was. Mm. Your grandmother had a word over your life that she prophesied. Yes. Um, and, and I'm glad, hope you guys watch part one of it. We're going to continue with the discussion mm. today. That. So tell me a little bit. Your grandmother spoke to you like this word over your life. What kind of woman was she? What, what was in yes. her life? Um, <clears throat> right. My grandmother met my grandfather. They were on the farm, which was just after or during the Boer War. I think she was 14 or 15 when they got married. Yeah. It's, um, That's young. Yeah, those days, I mean, they didn't play around. <laughs> there was no time for that. But, and then having 13, I think there were 13 or 14 kids. Sure. It was, um, yeah, they, it was a very different time. A right? different time than what we know. But um, she met my grandfather, and they were in the local, um, the church of the time, I won't mention yeah. names, were the church of the time period they lived in, and the Holy Spirit was not there at all. It, sure. was, not, um, it was not allowed, yeah. it was not part of religion. But um, they went, they saw somebody having a church somewhere in, on the street, because they did street evangelism, evangelism. Yeah stuff and um, they went and I stood there and having a, a listen to that and then suddenly my grandmother said she felt like you know some somebody was talking to her but she didn't know what it was and who it was she wow. kept on asking my grandfather what are you talking to me I'm not yeah. talking to you and but she said she doesn't know what this person is saying but there's somebody talking to her that's wow. how real the Holy Spirit is and wow. um, they left and eventually, a man came around to the farms and things, a Pentecostal man that found Jesus, and they gave their lives to the Lord. Wow. And my grandfather started preaching. Yo, you know, amazing. they had no trainings or anything. They just said, this it's is what God's word said. And the Spirit came, sure. and he baptized the people. And there was, I, they saw massive things. I mean, she had a, a lady that she was praying with. I think it was uh, Sister Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> so Smitter was in there as well. But she actually um, asked uh, my, my grandmother to pray with her. And they used to pray for hours, you know? And then they had these uh, massive, maybe sometime I can, I can tell you what the type of things where they were involved in. Yeah. Like God would say, um, you know, wake, I wake her up, say to her, go to this place, and she would tell my, my grandfather, Maki kariki rech, yeah. depart, and they'd go into meeting so lands. So a horse, right? Just a horse, Driving yeah. to the field. Driving to the field, and he would say, um, they're going into places. And he said, are you sure? We're going through a river, you know? Are you sure? Whoa. She says, wow. just carry on, carry on, carry on. And then they come at the this Spirit. little house with her lamps and stuff on the farms. She says, there it is. God told her that night, there's somebody dying of cancer. They go in, she walks into the people, into the place, she says, they said, we're waiting for you all night. Come We've on. asked God to send somebody. We've been waiting, days actually. She says, well, he only told me just now. Sure. And she would lay her hand and she, she cursed that cancer. And the woman starts vomiting and healed prop completely. Completely healed. Completely. So they say, oh, you are angels. You are this. She says, we're nothing, we're nobodies. 
And just get back on the little horse cart. And go back. On. Go back. Nobody wow. knows where they came from. Nobody knows them. Wow, what faith. And then they, they hear all over that angels come in the night. <laughs> and it's God. It's all God. And it was all God. She used to tell me all these stories because she stayed with us in the last, her last years that she yeah. was alive. And she said, so they used to dance on tables. She says, but it's not dance on tables like you dance on the tables. <laughs> um, the power yeah, of God. she said, um, they used to get on top of the tables. There were so many of them <laughs> wow. in this small little place. And then they used to dance in the spirit and dance. And then they don't know where the tables stop. And they, those were, they were not really cameras, those time to, to catch it. And they danced into the air. Into back the, air. Onto the table. Now, this is the type of Pentecostal things. Yeah. That is, it's not lost. People, we've got to maybe yeah, get these things back. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going to touch on that because that is so powerful. It's time for that to, to be more yeah. aware of, or people become more aware of it, to yeah. be more part of it. Yeah. But that's what, you, that's what you heard of your grandmother. Yes. Experienced God yes. in her life. Yeah. She did not come from a Pentecostal background. God no. touched her life, yes. changed her life, did yeah. massive miracles through her. She prophesied over you yeah. that you're going to go to ministry yes. and you would try to get away from it. Yeah. God brought you back into it, yes. um, into a part. Now, I want to touch like... There's the difference between it, and I, and I want you to hear this, and this is why I'm chatting to you about it. There's this encounter with your grandmother yeah. and what God did in her life. Powerful stuff. Yeah. Then there's a period of you trying to run away from God, God mm -hmm. bringing you back mm -hmm. to Him. Mm -hmm. Powerful encounter. But then this period of religion happens mm -hmm. because of the, the church denomination that you and Dad were in and they were part of. They try to squash who God is and the Holy Spirit and and you've yeah. been through some tough times you've been yep. some really tough times as part of ministry and I not just for those who are watching as that my parents been since I was three years old mm -hmm. been involved in church and ministry and that's 40 years 40 mm -hmm. years of being in ministry and a part of that was in religion how is that time maybe talk a little bit about the religious yeah, time um, the religious time is it's not all bad yeah because we've learned things in religion which we've done through our whole life. Um, what is dear settings for me? Yeah, you, to um, pers perseverance. Perseverance. To persevere, yeah. perseverance. In religion, you learn to perseverance. You know, um, I had like um, a top guy coming to preach for us in Malmesbury, and he actually lifted up the beds full to see if there was dust underneath. Because if there's dust, then um, you get like uh, told that you're not so spiritual. Sure. You know, if that's what your house looks like, then you can't be spiritual. Yeah. You, you see, it's stuff like that. And I thought, this is, I won't say the name, <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> this on. is not that's God. That's not God. Um, because I have had a touch of God's things as yeah. a child. I know the power of God. I know that. So this can't be God. This rubbish can't be God. Yeah. And you know, all sorts of things. A woman has got to have a, a head covering. Yeah. Not understanding. Now, later on, we understood what the head cover is. Yeah. First Christ, then the man, then you. He's your covering. Yeah. He's your covering. So sure. um, all those type of things. But it wasn't easy. There was a lot of fun in it. Yeah, we had you some know? fun days. Um, we had some real fun days. Yeah. 
But in religion, many of the churches, many of the pastors and things were poor. And the poorer you are, the more, more spiritual. Uh, spiritual you are. Mm -hmm. And I just said, no, Lord. The other day I was saying to God, you never send Jesus to the earth poor. You never sent your son in the flesh without food. Yeah. It was God in the flesh, your son in the flesh. You never sent yeah. him without food. And to them, the religious setup, um, the wife had no say. Yeah, it's oppressed. And, and we were talking mm. about this, mm. uh, just sort of like you're talking about poverty, you're talking about things. And, and I want to kind of finish off with this before we finish this part mm. of the, uh, this discussion. The suppression of women, the suppression yes. of oh. just like you are nothing, you are just quiet and like you need to smoke and you need sister but you but you you mean nothing. Panukukem fitkuka. You've got to sell that on the street. Yeah. You have to you have to have like because that's where your money for your food comes from. Yeah. I always knew there was another way. Yeah. Can't be the way of God. Yeah. You cannot. You said something beautiful the other day when I was leaving Malmesbury. Um, you called me and you said, Sean, remember back in the days. Maybe share, share that. Yes, in the days we were in the Malmesbury congregation, we used to sell the people our old clothing. Yeah, we used to sell clothing to the people. Clothing to the people and food. We used to sell it to them. Now we've come back, we give it to them. Yeah. We come stand on. and give. They can come and fetch. And it's a difference. This is God. The giver God, not the taker. That's it. That's God. I was, it was so beautiful when you called me with that. You mm. said, Sean, remember those days. Remember mm. us selling, selling that. And now we're in mm. a place. Mm. That's how we, we suffered. We suffered there yes. under religion. Yes. But in the freedom of what God is, there's a yeah. different kind of freedom that you've yeah. experienced, that you've lived. So having this experience with your mm. grandmother, uh, your, your, your grandmother, my great-grandmother. Yeah. Um, that's why I always say it's so beautiful. I'm the fourth generation, me and my sister, of, mm. of a lineage of those who are spirit-led people to be where we are yeah. today. And, yeah. and going through a time of suppression, but there, the time had come out and, and God had set you free yes. from that. You knew yeah. there were more. Yeah. Now we're standing on this side, looking back, knowing yeah. there is more. Yeah. There is more. The pastor's wives were not even allowed to work. Yeah. You were not allowed to, but you could sell panakuk and stuff from your house. Mm -hmm. But you were not allowed to have a job or anything. Later on it changed. But um, many people gave up big jobs to come into ministry. Yeah, and you then, did. You did. Yeah, and then just to see that everything goes downwards and you don't know why. Yeah, it was tough times. It was tough times, but tough times are over. But I want to just say this as we as we end this, and we're going to touch on in part three of this discussion tomorrow morning on the power of the spirit, the power of the word, yep. dreams, visions. I want to touch on that. But I want to say one thing: is that all these years growing up, I grew up with a mom that walked by faith, that loved God, that did not take nonsense from the enemy, from the devil, and we used to it taught us that perseverance. And I want to say to others around you. That's the heart of what a mom is. A mom that teaches the children who the father is. You know, when I look at the life of Mary, Mary taught Jesus who his father was. Yes. Your real father, it's God. And that's the context of what you mm -hmm. taught us, even through that tough times, to hold to God, to stand fast in what that is, mm -hmm. and to persevere. And yes, so amen. join us tomorrow morning in part three when we talk about dreams and visions. Thanks for watching. Bye.
discussion between a mom and a son about God and about life. Um, I've got Albie beside with me if you don't know who that is. That is my mom. Uh, good morning mom. Good morning Sean. Thank yeah. you for inviting me on the on the Facebook or wherever you're going <laughs> to put it. Wherever we're going to put this. <laughs> yeah so um, it's we have our Flourish conference going right now in the evenings and we decided to do this recording where we talk about um, your life. Yes. I was like, if you haven't watched part one or two, uh, go and watch that uh, and get into it. It's really powerful uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into the the meat of some stuff. Uh, like I grew up with you, and we talked about mm-hmm. your grand that was very powerful woman of God, really trusted God, had a prophetic word over your life. We saw the journey of your life, and I think there was a lot of good mm-hmm. lessons in that. I want to talk about something that's very powerful in your life: the prophetic and dreams and visions. Yes. Where, where did that start? You know, as um, a young girl, I think it comes from my father's side as well. Um, my dad was a dreamer. He used to dream a lot of things or he could just sit in a place and he'd suddenly go quiet. And in between a whole lounge full of people, he would have an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. The Lord would stand in front of him and he would have a discussion and an encounter. Yeah. And... Um, I think growing up like that, I knew uh, that my father was very spiritual. Yeah. And um, it started at, at a young age, but I never understood it. You know, um, I spoke to my dad a couple of times, but he didn't know how to, even his own stuff, he didn't even know, know no, how to interpret it. it. But he, he just knew it was real. And then as I grew older, it started to happen. Um, had an experience with, I can maybe say it, mm. just wipe it out if it's not, um, an angel of death. When we lived in Malmesbury, yeah. he actually walked into the room one night and I nearly died that night. And I felt how it was to go down into a pit, a very dark pit, and yeah. Dad was screaming and calling me. And how his words and his prayers started lifting me out of it out of it so um, yeah that the devil wants to kill you is, is the truth yeah he's the enemy right he's the enemy but we're not talking about him he's a minor but um, it started growing a lot and then uh, Dave said to me I'll be start writing it down but I never wrote these things down but you know where there's a lot of dreams in your life yeah. a lot of dreams are there but you know when it's real that's the thing you know when this thing is of God. This is different than other dreams. You it's know. a different mm-hmm. thing. And the, not all dreams are of God. It could be the movie you watched last night. Yeah. You're in the movie now. Um, I love movies, but I've realized it affects my spiritual side. Yeah. If I want to be spiritual, I have to do that more or less. Push away from that. Push, push away. You must have to make a decision. That's good. Yeah. You have to make, do I do that or do I do that? Yeah. What do you so want? I've made, yeah, Lord, what do you say? That God says, I want to speak to you. I want to speak to you. Yeah. So um, I started picking up. The, the dreams have come over the years. Um, I don't know if you want me to tell. 
yeah. any of them. Well, but yeah, 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 you can definitely share some of it, um, and I want to get into that because it's been such a powerful thing throughout our lives. Is that mm. um, within church services, whether when you were itinerant ministry, going yeah. dreams, visions, you'll call dad and say, Dave, there's going to be a lady there who has a red jacket on. Yeah. Um, and then my dad will get there and be driving and he sees the lady with the red jacket yeah. at the church yeah. um, and be able to give prophetic word. And there's yes. so many of these stories that has been throughout your life and I want to yeah. touch a little bit on that. But I want to say, because you, and I want to emphasize this about what you said in the beginning, mm. is that you had to make a decision. Mm. If I want more of this, I've got to be attentive to that. I've mm. got to listen available. to what God and be available be available in my dreams be available yeah. in the prophetic because yeah. i find some people like yourself uh like like you said earlier is that they they're just watching a bunch of movies they're busy yeah. with other stuff and they have these dreams and they come with weird things to us yeah. or they want to tell this to somebody else so they, they, it's clouded with what mm, god wants mm. to speak to them yeah. uh, and i find that if you want to flow in the area of dreams and prophetic yep. you've got to make a decision what are you going to allow to speak yes. into your life yeah yeah. Definitely. You have to make a decision. Um, it's not always easy, but I find, um, especially when you when you dream early early hours of the morning, that's when God speaks to you. I don't know other prophets and stuff, but He speaks to me in the early hours. I maybe stand up and say, "Ah, oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm just going to go back to bed and sleep another hour or so, whatever." Yeah. So I get back into bed and suddenly. You don't know if you're awake or you sleep, yeah. but you know when it's God. And um, yeah, I've had a, maybe I should start with the yeah. latest dream. Yeah, please. I think that was yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Um, the latest dream, I was walking with God in the most beautiful, beautiful garden. Everything was so beautiful. It was just green and the colors and everything. And um, we were chatting and talking and I said Lord what is why is the world looking like it's looking why is there's death there's sickness there's all these things and you said you've come you've died for it yeah what is it we keep on calling to you and, and telling you Lord and you do still miracles you do all the things mm -hmm. but why is it that it's not changing where is it when he says the nature is waiting for the revelations of the sons of God? The yeah. whole world is waiting. I said, what is this waiting, waiting, waiting? Yeah. I said, it feels like I'm impatient. I don't know. So the Lord sits me down and he said to me, Albi, you see, you see this dome? I'm going to speak about the dome now. Yeah. He said, look, there's a dome. I said, I can't see the dome. I just see space. Yeah. He says, there's a dome. Yes, you can't see it now, but there's a dome. He says, but you know what the problem? My people have stopped dreaming. Sure, this is powerful. He says, they do not dream anymore. They don't dream about me. They don't dream about the kingdom. Inside the dome, inside this dome is the kingdom. He says, I walk here all the time. I'm here. It's not that it's separate. It's in you. Sure. Um, sure. And the next, the next minute, there's a little mechi. Now everybody knows a little mechi. Yeah. And he's trying to get out of the dome, and I'm trying to save him. Yeah. And he finds a little hole. He goes through, and as he goes through, somebody tramped on him, dead. 
This is sure. this is what it's like. These people trying to get out of the dome. They're trying to get out of the kingdom. They 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 in the world. They do. He says you've got to come back and start dreaming. Yeah. My dream. Sure. God's dream for this world. That's why He gave Jesus. Sure. His dream for the world is no sickness, no this, no more disease, no, no more, more disease, no. no poverty. You know, I said, Lord, I did ask you before. Now I understand why there's poverty, why there's sickness, why these things, because we are in this world, but we're Come not on. of this world. Yeah. We should be in the dome of the kingdom. And we should dream to the outside world. The world must look like this. The world must look like this. Come on. No disease. I mean, the hospitals are covered with people. Yeah. And, if we, and we're praying, and here's a healing, there's a healing. We've seen many healed. We've seen many revivals. We've seen many things. But I think the greatest revival is to come. Yeah. Of ever. You know, first the revival of finance and then the revival yeah. of the, the greatest revival ever because millions will give their lives to the Lord Absolutely. all over this world. Sure. But we have to dream it. Sure. We, we have, have to, to dream it. We have we to dream it. We have to start it. seeing that. Yeah. I, th I think if we jump back to this, because I want to touch on this and mm. we're going to, in, in the next part, we're also going to continue yeah. talking about the kingdom, talking about the dream world and talking about yeah. these places. Is that people stopped dreaming godly dreams. Yep. Our dreams were all about us, all about me, about what I can get. So our dreams started fulfilling on the <laughs> fulfillment of the flesh. Yes. So it's been something that's very powerful in my life that I've, I've gotten from my mom is, mm. the, is the dream world, is being part of this dream. And I had a dream where I was confronted by this other pastor that I knew that right now is not in ministry anymore. He's in, in other, in, busy with other things. Mm -hmm. and, and, it, it, and I was looking at this, this, um, this gentleman. We were sitting having conversation and he was sharing with me his dreams. Mm. <laughs> he was sharing me with his, in this dream. He's telling me his mm -hmm. dreams. Mm -hmm. And his dreams have got nothing to do with the kingdom. Yeah. It's all got to do with himself. Yep. What is he building? What is he putting together? Yes. How much money he has got? Where he's doing with this? And, and I'm sitting looking at him and his wife and I, and I mm. see that their eyes are darkened by the desire for their own flesh. Yeah. And I realized in this moment, and as you were sharing this today, that the dreams we need to be dreaming yeah. is what is God's kingdom? What is his thing? Yes. What is yes. God going to do? How many people he wants to get saved? What is the kingdom mm, yeah. seeing the sick healed? See, yes. how, how many of us are desiring the sick to be healed? Yeah. You know, when it affects us, we want it. Mm. When it doesn't affect us, we don't care. Yep. So if it's somebody close to us, oh, everybody needs to pray. We all need to be in. Yeah. If nobody near us is sick, we don't have a care in the world about anybody else yeah. about that. But the fullness of the kingdom, the dreams of the kingdom, yes. where God is at, what we see His and dreams. we envision is to dream what he's dreaming, to declare yeah. what he's declaring, to, to speak the kingdom. Yes. Yes. And dream these things yeah. and start putting them into into words in the yes. earth. Yes. That's it. Taking that dream and pronouncing it as a prophet. Declare it. Yeah. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. 
and you will see the change. Yeah. You will see it, but we're saying, all, I mean, I do it as well. I look at this very sick person, or so sick people, um, and then I, th I nearly said something about COVID now. <laughs> 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 no, but um, the sick people, and you think, they're dying. The minute you get that thought, what's God's dream? You should be living. You yeah. should be living. Speak life. Speak life. Speak declare. life. Speak life. Declare life over the world. Declare sure. life. That's good. And the thing is, um, there is, I don't know, there's so many people, if you talk to them Christians, I mean, I take myself before this dream. I spoke with him. Yeah. Many times you said same language, same attitude, same thing. Mm. I know you said something, and yeah. I'm sorry, I wanted yeah. something like, "What is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Yep. Do you check your phone? Yep. What do we all do? And I find myself too. What do I do? I check the messages, what came through, what emails. Instead of getting up, putting my focus on Him and That's declaring it. what He's doing. Yes. Yeah. Just to be able to stand up and say, "I bless the world this morning." Come on. I bless. South Africa. I bless my people. I bless my husband. I bless my children. Let the blessings of God come upon them this morning. It's okay. It's not going. <laughs> oh man, this is getting good. Join us tomorrow as we get into this again. We're going to talk about the kingdom tomorrow, so do not miss that. If you've been following us from day one, we're, uh, we've been talking about what happened in your life. Yeah and building up into the dreams and visions of what it is. And I, and I believe this is, we're touching on some good stuff. So join us tomorrow as we continue with us. Join us in the evenings for our flourish conference, not our flurry, our flourish conference. <laughs> That's every single night. Thanks for joining us today. Bless you. See you tomorrow. discussion about dreams, vision, calling with my mom, Albie. Uh, what a privilege, what an mm. awesome three days we've had talking about this. Thanks mm. for being on. Thank you very much for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that when you invite me, anything can happen. Anything can happen when Albie's <laughs> on. So the three days have been very, we've, we've boxed her in and we've got the best <laughs> out of her. So this discussion is, is just going very well. So we're on day four and we touched yesterday on the dream you had about the kingdom and how powerful that is. Yes. I want to start off with where we ended, mm -hmm. is that in the morning when you get up, God really spoke to you about yes. this. And, and this is what I love about you, and I said this in one of the other programs, is the one thing you taught me and Claudia as your children, and what mm -hmm. we saw, you're talking about your, grand, your, your, your grandmother, my grandfather, man mm -hmm. of God, loved God, served mm -hmm. God, had all these powerful dreams of vision. What you taught us is obey the word. Yes. Obey God. Yes. Well, something very powerful. That's what you and Dad taught us. That's very much, very much part of, and yeah. we're talking about you today. So, uh, continuing yeah. with that, yeah. God spoke to you. Said, "What are you doing first thing in the morning?" And you obeyed. You yeah. just obeyed. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I want to say that to, to others around you is that when God is speaking, mm. listen. Yeah. Listen. So, what did what happened? You God said to you first thing in the morning. What have you been yeah. doing first thing in the morning? Yes, I've been getting up. Sometimes I get up at four, sometimes at seven. Depends when I'm awake, I get up, telephone, what happened through the night. 
<laughs> yeah, I sell houses so I know what's coming in, what's not coming in. Yeah. And then my day is exactly running around like what I had, the first thing I had yeah. done in the morning. Yeah, it's so determining the, Lord, the day. It determines the day ahead. So I decided, and the Lord started speaking to me, and I decided I'm going to listen to God. No matter what, I don't have to know that so yeah. early in the morning. Come on. And I went up to, I've got a big window that looks out over the De Beers and the sea and stuff. And um, I put my hands out. Come on. I said, Lord, I'm starting, that's what you said, pray for the city. Pray for your family. Sure. Talk to your children, talk to your husband, talk to the city. Tell them my words. And this is now before this um, uh, dream yeah. that came of, of the dome. Of the dome. So I started doing that. I said, I bless my husband as the head of the family. I bless my son, I bless my daughter. And I start speaking words of blessing sure. and stuff That's over good. them. That's good. And um, I find that something is changing. Yeah. Something is changing Definitely. in our whole lives. Definitely. And if we can all just do it, I mean, that would be something powerful. Yeah, very powerful. And so this is what I've been doing. I go to that window every morning. I start speaking the blessings. Yeah. And then the day comes. That's and I it. find my days have changed. It's been very powerful. It's like stuff comes to me. I don't run after stuff anymore. Yeah. This is what I need to be sold, Lord. People that's in selling. These are the addresses. You know these people staying there. First of all, I say, save them. They're yeah. not saved. These are the addresses. Yeah. Declare salvation over them. Salvation over them. That's good. And then I say, Lord, send them the people to buy their houses because they need that and that they won't have to bring down their price. This is what they need. Wow. This is what You're they want. You're praying for your clients. How I'm powerful praying for, I'm that. I'm praying for them. Come on. And I'm, and you know what? It started happening. Yeah. So God sends you. You see, that it's outside of the kingdom. If you're outside the kingdom, the outside things come to you. Yeah. But if you're in the kingdom, God's stuff comes to you. Come on. You're operating from the kingdom prison. You're operating. And, and I want to say this. Oh, the power of that over our lives has mm -hmm. been over as your children um, and the family and mm. the church, this church, everything, this KLC ministry built on a foundation mm. of, of faith of you and dad. But mm. I believe a very strong part of that, and we don't always talk about that, is your, your faith prayers, your declarations. Yes. You would call us in as family and say, guys, we're talking the wrong stuff. We need to be talking the right yeah. stuff. You would yeah. say, come on, we've got to be praying this. We declare, we declare. The declarations that you've yes. made over yes. us as children growing up when we were trying to run away from God, <laughs> yes. yeah, you declared us back into yes. the kingdom. You spoke, and I want yeah. to say to parents out there, moms that are listening to this, yeah. Yeah. you're looking at your children and you, you are speaking what you are seeing in mm. the natural, yeah. outside of the kingdom. When you come from the context of who you are in the kingdom, seated yes. in heavenly places from that position, yeah. what you declare is from the kingdom's perspective and you see change. Yes. You've always believed in that. Yeah. Because it's God's dream for your family. You're speaking the dream. If you don't speak the dream of God, what are you speaking? Yeah. Lord, help me that I don't kill that child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pray that a lot. <laughs> I did. I did. I brought you in, I'll take you out. That's it. <laughs> but um, 
if you start speaking the dream over them, mm. it's got to happen, Sean. Stuff has got to happen. Yeah. And we're speaking the wrong things. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I know that something that's also been very much part of, you did it for a while, is the confessions. Yes. Confessions and the I am confessions. Yes. It's been something that you've done a lot and yeah. you, you constantly stir the church with it, you constantly stir us with mm. that. Um, how's that been and why? Why is that so powerful? Yes. It's very powerful because it's God's word. You see, um, if you start to speak the word, the word has got a way of bringing up seed. Sure. So if you speak the word and you're planting the seeds, and then it grows. God's word can never, he says, it never falls on the ground. It never disappears. His word will always be there and there will always be a harvest coming to you of the word that you've spoken. If you just speak words, words, some people use words very roughly. So, um, you know, in temper, I've done stuff in temper, all sorts of ways that you, yeah. you throw words and um, then you don't know why this person is like he is. Yeah. Because you have actually said it. Yeah. Because we don't know how much power now, talking about what we spoke about earlier on. Yeah. Who lives in here? Come on. Who is this one in here that's in here? Don't you know? That you are. <laughs> We can speak about that Come later. On. No, no, we're going to yeah. touch. I want you to touch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's what the Holy Spirit started stirring in you. Yeah. Don't you know that you are the temple? Yeah. Don't you know that? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Spirit. It's a powerful thing. Don't you know that? And yeah. what is a temple? A temple is a place of worship. Yeah. I just want to say to the people today, there is no other gods. Yeah. There's, the name God only belongs to God himself. That's it. He showed me one day, he says, there's no other little gods and things. They don't exist. It's in people's imagination. Come on. You know? There's one God. There's only one God. Come that's on. That's it. Yeah, powerful. You don't, and that's the one I speak to. Yeah. He's the one that made heaven and earth. All this that we see comes out of people's minds. Yeah. A chair, a table, a thing. What has come out of God's mind? Wow. Because even that, creating a chair, comes from God. Yeah. It's only one God. So if you speak His words, yeah. you start to create. You create things around you. Yeah. I've shared it with many people already years ago. One night, the Lord woke me up and he said to me, um, he says, look at your harvest felt, the felt where you planted, look, yeah. look what it looks like. I said, Lord, it's all burned down. How am I ever, and he said to me, start to, to speak. speak to that. I said, can it take me years, man, you know? <laughs> look at the felt, it's burned right into Palestina. I've got nothing, <laughs> it's all black. All yeah. the field is black. Yeah, it's all been burned. It's, it's all been burned. burned. He said to me, with you it's impossible, but with me it's... Come he says, on. speak a word. And as I spoke a word, it all changed. He said, I said, now how many years have I got to walk till I get there? He says, no, as you speak, it grows. As Yo. you speak, it grows. As you speak, it grows. Come on. So good. the things around you, you can so create. 
all the time words. with your words. So powerful. So this is what God showed me. Your words are powerful. When you are cross with somebody, rather not say anything. Because it's, you are in high places. Yeah. Your words have power. Yeah. Don't do that. If you cannot speak what God says, don't say it. Wow, that is really amazing. I think it's, it's been something that's always been part of our lives. Something yeah. that you've, we've, throughout our lives, in the most difficult mm. times of religion, mm. uh, when, when poverty was so knocking on the door, yes. when we were struggling, yeah. you declaring stuff like, almost dying, that angel of death, those yeah. words, words yeah. we've declared, yeah. words yeah. we've spoken over KLC, words over the people of this congregation, yes. your clients, things that we've seen. And I, I wanted to tell you, over mm. all these years, the many different pastors that we've met, the pastors, children that you guys have been yeah. involved yeah. in and connected to, people in this congregation, those who are here and those who have left the congregation, mm. your words over their lives have mm. been extremely powerful. Yeah. Uh, and, and declarations. I mean, you guys went and ministered at a, 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 at a few congregations when, back in the itinerary days, back in these days, you would walk into those mm. pastors' homes and you would declare things over mm. their, uh, their children and their children's children that some were not even pregnant. You were speaking pregnancy yes. into their lives. You would, powerful things that happened. Yes. Yeah, those, um, when we're in itinerary, we used to get into people's houses. Sometimes we didn't even know them. You know, and we slept there, um, and then we started to speak words softly in the bedroom. They, they don't know what we're talking about. And then a couple of years later, when Many you look again, you see their lives have changed. Their stuff has happened in their lives. Powerful. But um, you go into somebody's house, you hear out of this is a poor guy. This yeah. guy's very poor, you know. You start to speak out of the kingdom. This, that's not kingdom words. No. That's not kingdom words. You start to speak what you want to see. Sure. Not what you see. This is powerful. Yeah. This is powerful. Not what you see. This building, we started in a small little building up here in um, Twin palms. palms. That's when you guys came yeah. to us. And when you got this building, I thought, oh, Lord, what's going to happen <laughs> here? <laughs> We're battling to pay. The small, small place, what yeah. about the bigger place? And the, every time the Lord reminds me, speak. Speak. Look at it. Yeah. God. And we've been speaking right throughout this entire lockdown period. Yeah. And if you're going to watch this video in years to come from now, you're going to see what God has done in this little building because yes. now this building is little. And yeah. we, we declare it is a little building. It There's up. a big building coming yes. and some great stuff about a the kingdom one. of God. Yeah. yeah. So tomorrow we're finishing our discussion and I'm going to talk about being temples, continuing with speaking words as we end tomorrow. So thanks for watching us today. Join us tonight again with our, our Flourish Conference and um, join us tomorrow morning as we finish this discussion. Amen. Thank you. on day five on this Friday of our discussion about yes. prophetic, about words, about your life, uh, where we've come from on our Women's Conference Flourish that's happening in the evening. We decided to do this morning discussion where I have my mom, Alpion. Good morning, mom. 
Good morning, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we've had a fun time yes. recording this and, um, and talking about yes. this. And yesterday we ended up talking about the kingdom and talking about uh, the words, the power of words. And if you haven't watched yesterday, go and watch from day one. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's going to bless you. It's going to touch your heart. It's been phenomenal. Yes. Share this with others around you because it is really, really powerful. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we ended yesterday talking about, do you know? Do you know? I want us to start off with what was that revelation that God shared with yeah. you? Um, it was actually, um, uh, I think, yesterday when I was, I was thinking, it, it happens to me, I'm walking from the, the bedroom to the kitchen and then God speaks like loud. And I always thought it was my own thoughts, but it's not my thoughts. It's God speaking to you. Yeah. When He speaks word, it's always Him. Yeah. Always. Other could be other people speaking. When there's word coming, there's you word. must know God. God is speaking to you. So God speaks with word. That's what it's about. He speaks, God yeah, it comes through the word to you. And he says, um, don't you know that you are a temple and who lives inside of you? Come don't on. you know that? This is good. And um, I put it on my paper. What is that scripture again? Don't you know you are temple? Temple, temple of the Holy the Ghost. The temple of the Holy Ghost. First of all, he said, don't you know you are the temple? Yeah. And God lives in you. Yeah. And don't you know you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Sure. Just imagine for a moment, this is the dome that God was speaking about, the kingdom. You are the full kingdom sitting here next to me. The full kingdom? Yeah. The full kingdom of God. Because God lives inside his temple and in the on. kingdom this he said good. i'm living in the kingdom i'm in the kingdom you are there the full kingdom the full kingdom of god is in you wow through the holy spirit and the holy spirit is the one speaking and stretching but god sits there he's waiting and he speaks out of his kingdom he speaks out of the temple if you stretch your hand like this food here on a Saturday, as you pick it up, it's actually it's God's hand. It's come, on. come out of the Where kingdom. His hands and feet. Yeah, you give it to that person, as even just giving it to him. Yeah, you're putting a chain reaction in, yeah. like God is there, but we don't know it, and we don't experience it every day yeah. because we don't dream God's dream. It's yeah. not connected. This is good. This if you good. connect your dreams of what God's dream is with what you're doing, mm. you will see a powerful thing moving yeah. because the kingdom will be moving. This food here on a Saturday is a movement of the kingdom. Yeah. If we can just, if we can put our minds together, I'm just yeah. dreaming of that. Yeah. If we can put our One minds accord. together and become aware of who's inside of you. Sean, it's, there will nothing, he says, nothing is impossible for you then. Do you know the guys in the Bible that built the tower? Babel, yeah. Of Babel? Yeah, when they got to the heavens, God says, let's get rid of these guys. And you know, just now they're coming to heaven. Yeah. Because nothing is impossible for them anymore. Of one mind. One mind, they started doing something. Sure, and you see, if you, and that was, they did not even have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
they were just humans. Yeah, the natural. The natural man was doing that. Yeah. But if you can put your spirit to it, and you, you get people that's like-minded, that's why in a congregation, if people are out of, the wheel is out, and the wheel wants to go, Dad always calls it the tontos, you know? Yeah. He's yeah. got a couple of arrows, and he's pulling that way, that way. It's like the whole boat is, try, is, yeah. is moving. It's not in one accord. It's not in one accord. So the minute, because the one can't pull that way and, and that one, that way, they, they'll tear the boat in half. Yeah. That's why it's necessary, if, the, if it's like this, to go and say, where are you going, sir? You're on the wrong bus. Yeah. You have to come in with the bus. Yeah. All the wheels have got to be on the road, otherwise the bus can't go. And yeah. this is what's, what's happening all the time. Double-minded man is yeah. unstable in all his ways. Yes. There's two minds. When he's called us to be one mind in yes. unity, dreaming what the kingdom is dreaming, dreaming what God is dreaming, and declaring that in the earth, declaring that over. Yeah. And I love when you shared about this, and, and I felt like this is where I wanted to end this, mm. this time period of, mm. of these five days we've been talking, mm. to understand that we are aware of the mm. Spirit. Yeah. We are aware yeah. of there yeah. was a, Going back to where we started in day one, talking about how your salvation, the word mm. of your mm. life, your, your grandmother's word, that prophetic word now where we at in life how the word produced when yes. it was declared yep the word produced when it was declared yes of the mindset that it was in out of the kingdom yes so it did not return void it went out for what it was sent mm. come on according scripture now you've got to get this yeah. as as you just declared we are the temple mm. don't you know it's like, why don't you know? That's my translation. Why don't you know yeah. who you are? Yes. That you are of the Spirit. Yeah. yeah. You see, we're so busy sometimes, I think, Sean, with the outside things. Yeah. If we only realize that the outside things must be brought inside so that God can fix this and so that you can go out in power. Yeah, sure. But sometimes we just pray for everyday food. That's why it says, well, why are you worried about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, when you're going to... What are you worrying about? He says, bring it in the kingdom. Yeah. I will sort it out for you and it will go. And I know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mindful, it's a yeah. complete new mindset. But if we can get together and, and just dream about what God's... He says, every time people talk about Him or we dream, He opens a book of remembrance. You know? Sure, this is powerful. And he sits in his palace and he whistles. Yeah, I don't see that. Yeah. It's it is amazing. We're running around like ants it's, or the machi it's gonna be trapped dead. Yeah. It's like this. But things of the earth when he's yeah. called us to dream the things of the kingdom. Yes. And this is what this is why I wanted my mom yeah. on to speak about mm. these things because Many of you don't know the discussions we have around tables and when we sit, yeah. and when we sit as ministers with people and as a family talking about these things of the Spirit. Yeah. Uh, that's the declaration of where we're at. And, and that's mm. why I felt so powerful because I know you, I know your mm. heart, know where you're mm. at and declaring these things. We have got to start dreaming. We have got to get to a place where we start to come together and dream the same dreams of the kingdom. Yes. Not of the natural. Yes. Yes. Because the natural thing is worried about what, what I will eat, what I will wear, it's, where I'm at. 
Yeah. Though those things are important, yeah. the, those things are, are, are yeah. subsequent to what is from the kingdom's perspective. Yes. And, and, you, and I've been seeing the result when you started getting up in the mornings and mm. declaring mm. the things mm. over the rest. It stirred in my heart to say, what am I? What am I doing? What am I putting out there? What are we at? And, and I believe that is the power of these declarations, these yes. things that you've been yes. declaring over uh, yeah. over that. Yeah. You know, just taking the Psalms, Psalm 23 or uh, I think what 24 and yeah. 25 has also yeah. got beautiful stuff. Yeah. And you can just start to declare it. The Lord is my family shepherd. Yeah. We will not want. Never. But make a declaration. Yeah. You have this to is good. not just read it, speak it, do it, yeah. say it, say it out loud. Get your family say, this week we're going to do Psalm 23. Yeah. The Lord is our shepherd. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is powerful. Yeah, it's, it's powerful. just, uh, um, I feel we're in a time of great revelations of God. Great things coming. Um, it's not just church like we used to know it. I mean, we are reaching, you are reaching with all these thing in ladies that you've got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are reaching thousands. Yeah. With Quibus's, um television those years, we reached a guy in Saudi Arabia. He was the only Christian between 500 workers. He used to sit at night and he phoned us. He said, hello, ma'am. Just pray for me. Yeah. I heard about that Holy Ghost. What is it? Say in the name of Jesus, Lord. Just baptize this man. You understand? Yeah. It's like it goes into places where people can't come. Yeah. And um, it's the same now. Yeah. It's we don't know what sp stuff in the air or people in the air actually meant when COVID came. Yeah. But, but don't fear it. Yeah. Don't fear at all. Because put yourself and your family into the kingdom. Yeah. Pull them into the kingdom. Walk in the kingdom. Live in the kingdom. Live in the kingdom. Walk Operate in the kingdom. kingdom. Stay in the kingdom. Oh, this is good work. If you stay there, if you stay there, nothing can touch you. He says, thousand on your one side, thousand on the other side. But to my tent, nothing. you will not not my tent. That's it. I'm sorry, even if it's a tent. <laughs> <laughs> but not to my tent. Not to my tent. It will come. 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 Use God's word. I want you to pray for people today. Uh, as we end over the five days, I think it was phenomenal. What you shared right now is worth going back and listening to it again, putting it down. I'm going to definitely mean you're going to be doing some more chats in the future. Mm. I do think there's a lot more that you that needs to be given. This was just a little bit of a teaser as we uh, as we're finishing off right now, but um, I want uh, why don't we just to pray. I want you okay. just to pray for people right now. Let's do that. Okay, Father, thank you this morning that we can speak a word over the people that's listening to these opnamas. <laughs> so I want to stretch my hand out this morning, stretch it out to the people as the hand of God over your lives. Every one of you this morning, may you have an encounter with Jesus. May you have an encounter with God and the Holy Spirit. So I thank you this morning, Lord. Protect them, use them, use your people in the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey man, thank you mom. Thanks for an thank incredible you, five days. You've had a wonderful discussion. Thanks for watching this with us. If you haven't seen the others, go back to day one, watch it with us. Join us tonight for the end of our Flourish Conference with Kathy and Charity Campbell on our Zoom call. Thank you for watching. Bless you. Have a beautiful day. Kingdom Light Church. We believe this message by Dave Besson will find entrance in your heart and impact in your life in a supernatural way. For more information, please visit our website, Instagram account, and Facebook page. In every business, in every endeavor, in every encounter, we are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. You can leave the carpets for later. Just get us the, the mats, the, uh, the desk, the table. Albie, come here. Let's give my wife a lovely round of applause. Are you coming up? <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Right. Lovely rain. We are blessed. Let it rain on the roof, but not loud. Let it rain in all the earth, but not so that we cannot hear each other. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so this morning, I'm joined by my lovely wife. Amen. Very powerful preacher, prophet, lady that I stay with. It's kind of difficult when you stay with a prophet to, um, you know, get out of from, uh, how can you, <laughs> look at some of your faces this morning. Okay, so, guys, flourish, 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 flourish. The Flourish Conference starts today, and flourish, the meaning of it is kind of interesting, Okay. Flourish, dictionary-wise. Can you hear me? Oh, she's on here next to me. Flourish is um, of a living organism. Are you alive this morning? Just pinch yourself to make sure. Are you living? Okay. Living organism. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy or a vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly congenial environment. You are guaranteed to vigorously grow because the environment that you have is the one of the Holy Spirit and of God. And God desires more than anything that you grow, that you prosper, that you flourish. So accept the goodness of God that wants you to flourish and flourish. Amen? Amen. <laughs> A congenial. And then he uses an example. Wild plants flourish on the banks of the river. 
Where the Spirit flows, there is a river that flows. And because of that river that's flowing, you are guaranteed, as the Spirit flows through you, to flourish in that environment, to grow. Then underneath that heading, Sean put his masterpiece displayed. His masterpiece displayed. Ephesians 2 verse 10, if you'll turn with me there quickly. Ephesians 2 verse 10. I'm just giving you a little bit of an introduction to the week. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says the following. Are you ready? I hope you're taking every word in this morning as of, as if from God. Amen? This is God's word to us. It's as if God himself is speaking. Amen? Ephesians 2 verse 10 says the following. It says, oh, I'm in one instead of two. What is going on this morning? Ah, there we go. For we are his workmanship. Other translations translated his masterpiece. And that word in the original is actually that you are a created masterpiece from God. Can I be really blunt this morning and use a really not um, a pulpit word? God don't make no junk. Okay? God don't make no junk. God does things perfectly. If God is the workman and you are his workmanship, expect a very perfect piece of furniture. Expect a beautiful masterpiece. You say to me this morning, Dave, I don't yet see it. That's okay. We are exactly like the shadow and type, like the people of Israel coming out of Egypt. Okay? When they came out of Egypt, that is equivalent to your and my salvation. They were on their way to promised land. That is a life filled with milk and honey and overcoming. That's what a righteous life should look like. But just as they had a problem, so do we. It says they did not inherit the promises because they did not mix it with faith. All right. So a journey that should have taken something like 11 days ended up being a 40-year generational thing to them. You are a chosen generation. They, they ended up with a 40-year, we'll be coming around the mountain. Okay, And they went around the mountain and around the mountain because they did not mix it with faith. All right, And the faith was that they are a chosen generation. That were, so the entire faithless generation of 40 years, 40 years is a generation, had to die out so that they could inherit under Joshua with another belief system, they accepted. To us, the same thing. God has declared you righteous. He has declared you holy. He has made you perfect. But as long as you don't accept it, you go around the mountain and around the mountain until you can accept it. Then you will enter into a righteous living and stand as you've been intended to stand. Okay? So, hello all you masterpieces. When you look in the mirror from now on, don't curse yourself. Don't degrade yourself. Don't talk yourself down. See yourself as God sees you according to the finished work. Say, I'm a masterpiece. 
I am His workmanship, and I'm flourishing in the atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so I want to introduce next to me this beautiful woman of God. And um, she had a meeting with... She, God speaks to Albie all the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. She'll come to me and she says, you know what God just said to me? And then she'll start telling me. I'm sure you have very similar experiences where God drops a thought in your heart. Okay, over to you. Good morning, everybody. Uh, what a privilege to speak to you this morning. I'm just going to say a small thing because, you know, the 8 o'clock service is like um, a car wash. You have to be fast. It's just a... You know, they're like that. You can't sit and think. <laughs> you get the tires washed or something. It's not washed. You're just in and out. You know, maybe sometimes just the windscreen's washed. But um, on another note, two things I was thinking about. I'll have to talk very fast. A woman is like an ant. You don't see them until they suddenly appear. You know, <laughs> they come off the things in the house, and. Uh, <laughs> And then before you know, it's in the foundation of the house. And the man still thinks he sits in the house and the ants have eaten up all the sand. And then the, the house falls, but oh, no, it's just nonsense. But um, we are like ants, always busy, busy doing something, moving the house. David has often said to me, um, you don't move that cupboard because I know you've been looking at the cupboard three times. I will get, normally I don't know if you like it, you get somebody on a Thursday, but I've already want to move that cupboard on the Monday. So he tells me I have to wait till Thursday, and I'm already making plans. I don't hear him. So when he comes home on the Monday night, the cupboard's moved. I've moved it. So this is what woman is like. But I want to tell you something about something that the Lord has shown me. Um, you know when we go, to, when we're in trouble, we run to God, and then we say to him, Lord, you know, um, I need 100,000 rand. I've got to cover this thing. I do this. I do that. And, and nothing happens. That 100,000 does not come into the account. And you think, oh, God didn't hear me. Or, you know, uh, what's wrong with me? Maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's this. So I'm walking down the passage, and the Lord says to me, Albie, there's something I want, to, I want to teach you. He says, the name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. He says the righteous run into it and they are saved. So he says to me, do you understand your righteousness? I say, oh, I think I've got a good idea about my righteousness. I do understand it. He says, but listen to what he says. The name of the Lord. Not you running to the Lord. You run into the name of the Lord and that is the mighty tower. And you run into it and you are saved. So when I married Dave, I took all his stuff that he had for me. I left him with nothing. He stood at the pulpit and he gave me both his hands when I said, give me the right hand. I, he gave me both hands. He said, just sort it out. So I've um, been sorting it out for 44 years. It's a years. long story. It's a long story. But I inherited his name. So what he's got is mine. So he can't complain if I take the wallet and I take something. He, he gave it to me by his name. So, <laughs> yeah, you men, Dave like sleeps and I get up early in the morning and I, I know exactly where he puts the wallet. <laughs> take, 
put my torch on my, <laughs> my telephone. Oh, and I'm counting the notes. And he said, Albie, are you in my wallet? No, I'm just packing things right. Is it in the dark? <laughs> so I just take what actually belongs to me. You know what? The name of the Lord belongs to you. It is yours. And if you just, if you just use it, like Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You run into the provider. You write Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Kanu, Jehovah Rahe. How do you say it? Rahe. Yeah. Rahe. I'm not Jewish, thank goodness. I'm South African. Jehovah Rafa, Jehovah Saboth, Sama, El Elohim, Jehovah. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't know. It says everlasting God, the most high God, Jehovah the most high God, Jehovah the Lord present. People, God is always present. There's not a time that he's not there. In every areas of your life, you think maybe God's forgotten me. He says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I am with you all the time. There's no ways that he would leave you. The Lord is my healer. So you don't run into God and God says, what do you want? You know, in this big voice. And now you tell him the, all the things. You run into his name. Lord, I'm running into healing this morning. I'm running into salvation. I'm running into peace. All the names of God. You know what? A lot of Christians are very aware of the names of the devil and all these little demons. things. But you know, he's a mouse with a halo. No, not the halo. <laughs> what is the thing they used to? A loud halo. The Afrikaans is terrible for that. But um, he stands there and he's, he's shouting, shouting. I say, ach man, trap him some dood. He's nothing. He's really nothing. If I come in the name of God, man, I tell you, he can do nothing to me. He can't. He's, he's just a little mouse. But God is strong and his names are strong. And if we start to call on the names, I mean, I haven't even put down the names of Jesus. <laughs> I am the way, the truth, and the life. Whoever comes to me will not be ashamed. I am the Lord, your God. And you start the names of Jesus. Start Before you know, everything around you starts to change. There's a movement around you. He's the resurrection and the life. And you tell him, Lord, you are the resurrection and the life. Um, there's nothing on this earth that can stop God because everything belongs to him. Everything. So, yeah. Jehovah, what's that? Uh, oh, Yahweh. The Yahweh. Lord. Jehovah, is Lord. Is the power of, of power and yes. Life. The stronger. What's that? The strong oh, one. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. El Jehovah El Roy. It says, the strong one who sees. God, you see me. God, here I am. I'm a little ant. I mean, just God is up there, whatever, and he looks down. Sometimes you feel this small like an ant, but he doesn't see you like that. He sees you this mighty person. He sees you this... Uh, you are the print of God. 
We look like him because he made us in his image and in his likeness. So I'm not standing there as a little ant. I'm standing there as his masterpiece, what he's done. And he says, I see you. I see you. Just imagine God can see you. <laughs> imagine that. Um, whatever you do, don't worry about that. I don't need it. Uh, healings. At the moment in my house, I have a, a sister that's not so well. And I pray for her every day. I lay my hands on her. And I say, this sickness will not, it will not overpower you. And people, your words carry so much power. Keep on saying these things. Your children, my children will not go astray. I have given them to God. It will not happen. And if you see them, they do something, say, don't worry, you're just doing something stupid. You don't know what God said about you. And you keep on telling them what God said about them. Lift up. Your husband, he might be very stupid doing stupid things. But you tell him, Nabi, you are so sweet. And you are such a good man. <laughs> so, all right, back to Dave. All right, you see, you see the awesomeness. <laughs> so she was a lopesha. And she took my surname, she became a Basson. When we take on God, we get his name. And so we can run literally into the name that all the names that he is named of is who God is. So you have inherited his name, all right? So um, Songs of Solomon um, is, is a love, uh, a whole chapter of love, the Songs of Solomon and Song of Solomon 6, can you hear me? Verse 4 to 10. I just want to read something to you this morning. Song of Solomon 4 to 10. Uh, sorry, 6, verse 4 to 10. Song of, Song, Song of Solomon 6, verse 4 to 10. Thou art beautiful, O my love, as Tirzah, comely as Jerusalem, terrible as an army with banners. Hold that thought. Say an army with banners. Um, there is an order of march. If you are in the army and you do not have the freedom of the city, you're not allowed to walk through the city with bayonets fixed. You're not allowed to walk through the city with your banners unfurled. But if you have the freedom of the city, you're allowed to march through the city with your bayonets fixed and with your banners unfurled. All right. So he says, turn away thy eyes from me, for they have overcome me. Thy hair is as a flock of goats, they appear from Gilead. Thy teeth are as a flock of sheep, which go from the washing, um, from the washing, whereof everyone beareth twins, and there is not one barren among them. As a piece of pomegranate are thy temples within thy locks. There are threescore queens and fourscore concubines and virgins without number. My dove, my undefiled, is but one. She is the only one of, of her mother. She is the choice of her that bear her. The daughters saw her and blessed her, yea, the queens and the concubines, and they praised her. Who is she that looks forth as the morning, fair as the moon, clear as the sun, and terrible as an army with banners? Dave, what are you reading to us? It's a prophetic utterance of the bride of Christ. 
Guys, I don't know about you this morning, but I'm really adamant to get something across this morning. We ain't going nowhere yet. Do you know how I know? I know by the scriptures it says, all the earth must be filled with the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The earth has not yet seen a bride in the fullness of her glory. The earth has not yet seen a bride with her banners unfurled. The earth has not yet seen a bride coming forth in the power of the sunlight. They have not seen a bride white as snow. They have not seen a bride acting out in righteousness. Every person healed. Every battle won. Every depression broken. Every captive set free. We have to see what Jesus did on this earth and greater works before we can go anywhere. Listen, I've always used this example. When I came to marry this woman, I did not steal her away in the middle of the night with curlers in her hair, with a mud pack on her face, with cucumbers on her eyes. What a picture. With, with stick in the pantoffles. With her toes sticking out, you know, thy, 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 thy old pantoffles, those, those very old slippers that you wear, that you love so much, but they're already broken that far that your big toe sticks out like, a, like, a, you know, like an extra piece of potato sticking out. I did not take her and steal her from her father in the back door of the house at midnight. That was not the exit I wanted. I desired to show everybody who I love and how she looks, and what her beauty was like. So when I married her, I married her in the middle of the daytime. I married her with the most beautiful white dress on, coming down the aisle in all her radiance, demonstrated to all who is my wife. Get the picture, church. Sorry that I'm really adamant this morning. Get the picture. We have not yet seen the church in her full radiance. We have not yet experienced it in the fullness of her power. God did not die that terrible death on the cross to reconcile us, to let us slip away and leave half the world unsaved. There's a huge, huge portion of this world that needs saving. That's how I know. COVID will be defeated. That's how I know we are going forward, not backward. That's how I know we are more than overcomers. That's how I know God has a greater plan for you and me. Amen. Yeah. I've got to sit down and preach this morning. I can hardly sit. When Saul, there's two scriptures and I'm not going to get to them. When Saul is persecuting the church, when he comes to the Damascus meeting on the road to Damascus and he gets knocked down by a light brighter than the sun, he says, Saul, Saul, it's hard for you to get, kick against the bricks. He says, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus that you are persecuting. Hang on a minute. Technical error, Lord. Paul is persecuting the church in that time. Jesus doesn't see it that way. He looks at you and me as one. He said, if you touch my bride, you're touching me. Please see this this morning. 
that you are this close. No, not this close. You are one. You sang this morning, I am a temple, and this glory is arising on the inside of me. Amen? You touch this woman, you're touching me. You speak to any married man, he'll tell you, this is my possession. We are one flesh, but we are one spirit. Amen? God is that way about you and me. God is saying, you are one with me. Anybody who touches you, when it says he goes forth to make war in righteousness, it means that anything that touches your stature as the righteous one, he will war against it because that's not what he called you for. That's not what he made you for. All right? Amen? Yeah. All right. Are you going to, are you going to quickly, you've got five minutes. Do something about the, the two women, the, the, the image of the woman in the okay. earth. All right. The image of the woman in the earth, um, all the years that I have um, traveled through church world, there's always, always a thing against women. Now, I don't know if you have experienced that. The woman can't talk. The woman has to look like this. The woman has got to put a... Um, a hat on, but what do we call that? A plate. So it's an old pot, opikop. And uh, some places used to have boxes of hats. If you come in, uh, and, and I said to when we got um, saved, I said to the lady, why do I have to wear a hat? A hat? She said, because of the angels. I said, where's the angels? She says that all around. I said, I don't see no angel. I only see myself. I'm the angel. And she was very mad at me. She said, you put the hat on. I said, no. I'm not doing that. I have a hairstyle. So um, there was quite a few things going on in the church. And if you look at the Middle East, you can see the cover-up of the woman. Only the eyes are sticking out. I've often looked at them, and I feel very sorry for them because there's no freedom. But it's always the woman, dark, black, throughout the years. But it has changed. There's a covering up. Just like there was a covering up of the bride of Christ. People, the time is open. There will be no more covering for the bride of Christ. No more male, There's no more female. No more male, no more female. God is about to release something on this earth to, to do with women and men, the bride of Christ. There's no man or woman in that. But there's going to be an outpouring of the people of Christ. Because God says, I live in you. He says, do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? That you are God's temple? Don't you know that? Start to know. I am a temple. I'm moving. No matter what I, you know, they they can't cover me up anymore. There's nothing. I mean, if one good thing about this COVID, if it was one good thing, it was the lockdown. It gave us a bit of time to think. What, what we're losing and what we're actually gaining. So, um, yeah, it's time, it's time for the bride of Christ this year. So, what are, what are we saying this morning? There are many instances in the Word. I'm going to just quote two as we close. Jesus used often parables using a woman. It's Women's Month. We're not focusing on just the ladies. 
We are focusing on the woman in the scripture who is the bride. Jesus often used the woman, the woman with the lost coin in a parable. Then he uses a woman, he says, there was a woman who was, she had a case. And she went to a judge who feared not God or man. He gave them no recognition. But this woman kept by constant coming. And after a while he said, I must do to this woman what is right. Though I do not fear God and I do not respect man, this woman by her constant coming is capable of slapping me in my face in the Bible. God using that woman and us. Then he says this, will God find this kind of faith in amongst his woman, his church, when he comes? There's a persistence that God is calling up within the church. There is a, 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 a stand that God is calling up within the church. He said, it's time to stand on your identity, to stand in your righteousness, to be persistent in your, in your intercession, to say, God, I want to see my children saved. I want to see the sickness done away with. I want to see the things that your word says and what you died for and what you promised. Now, Galatians says there are two women. The one is Hagar. He says, she is the slave woman with her son. He says, she is equivalent to the Jerusalem that now is. He says, and her people in slavery. He said, but there is another woman. She is Sarah. She represents the spirit. And her son is from God. She says, she is from above. She is the Jerusalem from above. Guys, you are the representation of that woman, that free woman, that spiritual woman, that woman that has all the giftings. I wish we could have got to the giftings this morning. Maybe in this week we'll get to the giftings, the giftings of who you are, the dream of God of who you are to be. Do not um, uh, give up your dream. Do not give up the visions and the dreams and the prophecies God has. For you. Won't you stand this, this morning with me? Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you this morning that you have such a beautiful picture of us. We thank you that you first loved us. We thank you this morning that you will not give up on your vision and your dream for your wife, the bride of Christ. Thank you, Lord, that that picture is steadfast and stuck. It's prophesied. It's indicated. It's underwritten by you yourself, Father. And Jesus prayed. He said, the glory that I have had with you from the beginning, may that glory be filled and flourishing in the church. I pray upon this people and upon this house and upon this week that we flourish anew, that we get planted next to the rivers of the Spirit, and that we bear great fruit and that the gifts will operate through the church again like never before. I prayed with all earnest, Lord, and I bless this people this morning, men and women, but all of them, bride of Christ. And I thank you that they are truly an army with banners unfurled to show forth your glory until that glory fills the earth as the waters cover the sea. Thank you, Father, for all your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. You are blessed.
I know the time is up, but I've got to tell you something. There's many of us standing here this morning that says, Lord, you know, maybe I'm not ready for this time coming. Maybe I'm not ready. I've been like low varan for a long time. You know that you've been hidden in the house. God says it's, the time has come that the Spirit of God will come like this on you, on you, on you. There's many people that's been hidden in the house. And for a time like this, be ready. Be ready. He's about to ignite you. Say, Lord, I've done this. I've done that. Forget it. It's over. Running to his name. And something about is to happen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information about Kingdom Light Church and upcoming local and international events, please follow our Facebook page, Instagram account, or visit our website at www.kingdomlightchurch.co.za.